Welcome to another episode of My Bible Thoughts with Pastor Rich. Today I want to ask you a question that goes straight to the heart of our faith. How different is the character of a Christian compared to the world? Think about that for a moment. Let me take you on a journey today through a powerful scripture passage that beautifully describes the character of a Christian, the fruit of the Spirit. But first, let's start with a story that exemplifies the essence of the scripture. I want you to imagine a single mother working two jobs to make ends meet. She faces challenges daily, bills piling up, children to feed, and a constant struggle for time and resources. Yet she carries a remarkable spirit of joy and resilience. The world may expect bitterness, but instead she exudes love and kindness. This story reminds me of the fruits of the Spirit. So let's dive into the heart of this message. In the book of Galatians, the Apostle Paul beautifully paints the character of a Christian, saying, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now those who belong to Christ Jesus crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. Now that's from the book of Galatians chapter 5 verses 22 through 24. So did you catch that? This is how a Christian should look and it's a striking contrast to the ways of the world. So as I read these words, I can't help but feel a passion and intensity. These are not just words. They are a blueprint for how we should live as followers of Christ. This passage provides insight into the characteristics or qualities that should be evident in the lives of Christians who are guided by the Holy Spirit. Fruit of the Spirit. In the context of these verses, the fruit of the Spirit refers to the qualities or virtues that are produced in the lives of believers who are indwelled with the Holy Spirit. These qualities are not something we achieve through our own efforts, but are the results of God's work within us. So let's look at these. Here's the list of virtues given to us in these verses. Love, the selfless and sacrificial love that extends beyond affection and encompasses care for others, even when it's difficult. Joy, a deep and abiding sense of happiness and contentment, not dependent on external circumstances. Peace, inner tranquility and harmony, as well as a sense of reconciliation with God. Patience, the ability to endure hardships, difficulties, and provocation with a calm and composed spirit. Kindness, compassion, empathy, and a desire to help and be of service to others. Goodness, moral excellence, integrity, a commitment to doing what is right. Faithfulness, this is trustworthiness, loyalty, and a commitment to keeping one's promises gentleness. This reminds me of a person that is meek. They have humility and a considerate approach in interactions with others. And then finally, self-control. The ability to manage one's desires, impulses, and emotions, exercising discipline and moderation. The passage also emphasizes that there is no law against these virtues. In other words, these qualities are not in conflict with any law or regulation because they represent the highest moral standards. And then we see in the final part of the passage, 
Paul speaks of believers who belong to Jesus Christ, crucifying the flesh with its passions and desires. This means that those who follow Christ are expected to resist and overcome their sinful desires by allowing the Holy Spirit to transform them. And when they do this, they align themselves with Christ's teachings and examples. So what are some practical steps to help incorporate the fruit of the Spirit into your life? Well, let's start with love. Here's a good exercise. Make a list of people you care about and reach out to one of them today. Practice forgiveness, let go of grudges, and harbored resentment. Show love through small, thoughtful acts of kindness, and maybe even volunteer for a local charity or nonprofit organization. And this demonstrates love in action. How can we cultivate joy? We'll start with gratitude journals, noting three things you're grateful for each day. Share your joys with others and celebrate their achievements. Engage in activities that bring you genuine joy and laughter. Peace. Set aside time for daily meditation. Resolve conflicts through peaceful communication and create a peaceful physical environment in your home or workspace. Patience. Here's one I struggle with. When feeling impatient, take a deep breath and count to 10 before responding. Practice patience in uh, traffic in long lines, using the time for reflection or deep thinking. And then listen attentively when others are speaking without interrupting. Kindness. Compliment someone sincerely each day. You can also offer your help or support to someone in need. Practice random acts of kindness without expecting anything in return. Goodness. Set a moral code. That's the Bible. Set it for yourself and strive to uphold it in all situations. And I would seek opportunities to do good deeds without expecting recognition. Faithfulness. Be faithful to your commitments. Show up on time. Uh, Strengthen your faith by reading and studying the Bible. Support and encourage others in their faith journey. Gentleness. Practice empathy and active listening in your conversations. Avoid harsh judgments, especially when it's unwarranted. And try to stay away from criticism unless it's absolutely necessary. Self-control. Set boundaries in your life to manage your time, energy, and resources effectively. Identify your weaknesses and work on improving self-discipline in those areas. And personal growth. Continuously seek self-improvement through reading, learning, and self-reflection. And it also helps to develop a support system by connecting with like-minded individuals. So join that small group or community with shared values in your church. And remember, it's not about trying to implement all these steps at once, but gradually incorporate them into your life. Let the Holy Spirit lead you in these things. Pray to God. Ask where you're falling short. Ask Him to reveal where the problem areas are. And then pray for transformation. Let the Holy Spirit do its work. Let's pray together, my friends. Heavenly Father, We are grateful for the guidance from your word, and we aspire to live out the fruits of the Spirit in our daily lives. Help us to love, to bring joy, to make peace, to be patient, to show kindness, and to practice goodness. May we be faithful, gentle, and exhibit self-control. 
Lord, we ask for your strength and grace to crucify the desires of our flesh and allow the fruit of your spirit to flourish within us. And Lord, we thank you uh, for your unending love and mercy. And it's in Jesus' holy and precious name that we pray. Amen. Well, as we conclude this episode, remember that we are called to be different, to reflect the character of Christ in a world that often stands in contrast. I encourage you to subscribe to My Bible Thoughts and share this podcast with others who may benefit from these teachings. Thank you for joining us on this journey of faith and self-discovery. Until next time, friends, go out into the world and let the fruit of the Spirit shine through you, making a difference in the lives of those around you. God bless you all.